Dear Ann Landers, my husband Dear and I are in shock. I'm extremely upset. My son got married in Dear Ann Landers, I'm very happy to hear that his wife is working out of single woman here at She thinks way too much of herself. She had to get married. Dear Pod. Which are now locked. Yeah, so St. Jo- Joseph's to a blast. I would have gotten it for you if I didn't have to get an assistant, a personal assistant How to get it out How is that even me. under lock and key? Like, who, is, who even remembers that that's a thing? People like us. Right. But it's why kept would... behind partitions so that we cannot access the chewable aspirin, which, by the way, was delicious. Would you have some? 100%. But I'd like eat a fistful of them. Oh, so and you didn't have them yesterday. No, I would. Uh, no, I didn't have them. I just saw them. Mm, sad. That's but I sad. really thought it was like, I just put it in a note for you for Christmas. Great. <laughs> <laughs> You're stocking. It's going to be so weird for me. Just St. Joseph's chewable aspirin, uh, that blue nun wine. Oh, my God. Was that terrible? It's all It's all just going to be a stocking of inside oh, jokes. Shit. You're making me do this now. <laughs> it's because of St. Joseph's. Look, I would eat them like Matthew Perry ate Vicodin, which, by the way, I am now listening to his memoir. And? I have not finished Sinead O'Connor's. I was like, I need oh a palate God. cleanser. <laughs> I'm going I think over I, to Matthew Perry's memoir. just erased that you. <laughs> that I did that. Yeah. I haven't finished Merry it. Christmas. Oh, no. Aaron regifted the Sinead O'Connor. welcome to my autobiography. Oh my it's going to be a depressing Christmas. But now Matthew Perry's autobiography, Dishy Dish Dish. Seems like it. You got to listen to it. Because, again, I don't read. Sure. So I do the audiobooks. And he's narrating it. Now, he's a bit slurry because he has damaged his brain beyond. Like, mm-hmm. And even he says this. He's like, I shouldn't be here right now. And now an audiobook. Right. <laughs> he shouldn't and now be alive. We're talking for the next sixteen hours. It is nuts. The amount of he did all the drugs. Yeah. And he's still here. When he was doing friends, he had, get ready for it, fifty five Vicodin a day. I don't even know how I can't even remember a, a, a single jingle. For Vicodin? No. Period. I can't even imagine remembering all of my lines. Sometimes you feel like Vicodin. Sometimes Sometimes you feel like more. Sometimes you feel like 55. Wait a minute. How does that even... I I couldn't eat 55 cookies. That just seems like a lot. Have you ever had Vicodin? Like even one? Yeah, one. My dad did Vicodin um, towards the end, and that was like a lot. But that's different. Did you make it sound like he was getting it on the black market? Though. He's like, just give me another one. He hit anyway, me. Anything, hit me. anything at all. You're at 21. Hit me. <laughs> Damn Keep it. Hit I'm me. I have taken Avicodin post surgical and I threw out the bottle. I'm sorry to all you people out there who love it because I couldn't. I took one and I was incapacitated. Mm-hmm. 55 a day. I don't know how you accomplish anything. Uh, you d- and, and, he and then was he like, drove. Oh, right? yeah. Yeah. A green Porsche. Right. So, how And then the he fuck? dated Julia Roberts. Briefly. Yes. But Briefly. still. They, and he's like kind of dishing in this thing. So you got to. I like this. I am all in. But how does he remember all of it? I don't know that he really does. So I mean, half of this autobiography is him being like, yada, yada, yada. I don't know what happened for two years. But he so ha- it must be a pamphlet. If it is, it's taken him a while to get through it because it's like six hours. No, thanks. Oh, I love it. It's so good. I highly recommend it. I don't know. That and St. Joseph's chewable aspirin. Maybe at the same time. I have not seen you in a while. Now I know that we had my birthday episode last week. Correct. But we do have a Vianetta upstairs waiting for us that you brought with you in celebration of my day o' birth. Correct. So we're going to have to whip that bad daddy out. We can start thawing it right now. It'll be ready in about four hours. <laughs> right. We like a Carvel. Fire up that chainsaw <laughs> to get through it. <laughs> Pat Oswalt does a bit about needing a lightsaber to cut a Carvel cake. <laughs> 
It's so true. We really want some fudgy the whale. I think I've had a Carvel cake once. In your life? Yeah. <gasps> they were a staple in my house on birthdays. Are you kidding? Mm. Actually, I think my brother still has Carvel cakes for his birthday. My mom just made like the Duncan Hines mix. Yeah. And so... That but you were also like the 15th child, so she just handed you the batter and oh, said, Oh, then I just yourself. got a sheet cake from the Century Grocery Store in <laughs> Delavan, Wisconsin. <laughs> I don't even know what the Century Grocery Store is, but I know it, you know? I'm telling you, once they changed their, their graphics on the outside, I was like, this is bullshit. <laughs> this is bullshit. And then they closed the whole store. Wait, graphics on the cake or graphics no, on? The, 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 you know when they, they, they update like their logo? Their font, yeah. Right. So it was like Century and like those like... Almost the 70s, like diamonds. So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Each letter was in a diamond. Like, when they change that. a logo, it's it the, the beginning of the end. It's like Piggly Wiggly. Why are we updating a pig? Let it be what it's going to be. There is no sexy pig. Or, but now it's uh, like- a, Miss Piggy? Hello. Come on. She's Her hair not, was great. Come on. She's- You don't think that she was sexy? Are you proud that me and Jules sat down and watched the Mariah Carey Christmas special top to bottom and loved it? This year's? I No, it was like, I think it was 2020. Like Jennifer Hudson and Ariana Grande were in it. Oh. They were talking about the Rona, I think. Was it only like 20 minutes long? Billy Eichner was in it. Right. Okay. Was it 20 minutes? Well, I don't know. It, it was, felt... It was, it was, it was like 25 minutes. It's a substantial now. special, like a good size special. Like a, like a big... Green screen with all the kids dancing oh. with cocaine. Yeah, 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 yeah. And spinning boxes and crap. Yeah. And, and every Swarovski crystal placed on every item by small Malaysian children somewhere correct. for 15 cents an hour. Someone told me um, that who, who was in the Macy's Day Parade. They're like, uh, you know, we did this, blah, blah, blah. And of course, Mariah Carey was a bitch. And like, <gasps> I don't, I'm like, what do you mean, of course? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> You're so personally offended. Like, like they you, said it to you. I was like, what are you talking? You apparently don't know me. Like, why? What? What are you talking about? They're like, well, she didn't want to, she didn't want to like dance with any of the kids, all the cheerleaders. I'm like, okay. I and wouldn't. I wouldn't either. And then she didn't want Santa Claus to sit on the star with her either. I'm I like, wouldn't either. Okay. I said, let me just break this down for you. Mm -hmm. You're one of the last great stars singers uh -huh. right um there are 300 teenagers that are hopped up on caffeine yep. from wherever the fuck they are mm -hmm. filthy coronavirus whatever yeah like ohio like, band I, and also geeks. Yeah. it's not like it's like gladys knight cc hughes like cc peniston or cc uh, <laughs> <laughs> houston or any of those, it's fucking a 300 strangers. Yep. So I'd be like, no, bitch. And then Santa Claus, if anyone needs to know, is also a stranger. It's not like it's a Kenny Rogers or Kenny Loggins in with the beard. If Kenny it's a Rogers fucking stranger. was Santa, that would be my dream come true. So I, I don't understand the, the bitch portion because these are all strangers. You're the, the, the greatest selling... Singer of all time. Are you gonna cry? Maybe. <laughs> and it's like, I mean, I think agree. about like, why I would agree. you? And then, and also, they have like placed her on that fucking star, or whatever the fuck she's singing on. She's actually being. There's like a stick behind her that's yes, propping she her is up. Propped up, and I swear to God, it's like that that childhood game where that's like it's a maze, and then you have to put the ball on and yes, you have to keep it all like yeah. a teeter totter. Right. So if you yeah. bring it three hundred fucking kids over, you're gonna flip Mariah. And you the game don't want to do that. She is in a Christian Siriano gown. She hasn't breathed in five hours. She is zipped up to that fucking thing. Yeah. Tits up to her eyeballs. Yes. What do you? What more do you want from her? Right. I'd be a bitch too. We'd be like, oh, she wanted to be at the end of the parade. They're like, well, that's impossible because it's Santa Claus. I think she knows that. She knows she's Santa Claus. <laughs> if she they does. ended the parade with Mariah Carey, oh my God, that would be so chef's kiss I don't, delicious I, I would be like what just happened what the reversal of fortune for santa claus <laughs> but even santa's like and now mariah carey so here's some fucking like you like this shit wolf casting extra 
<laughs> dressed as fucking Santa Claus and being like, uh, wait a minute. I was, I, my agent told me Mariah, I would be the last one. Mariah's my opener? Wait a minute. Okay. Yeah. I'm the headliner. You can't. Oh, my God. I love it. Fucking nobody. Nobody. Nobody over Mariah Carey. <sighs> I agree. I agree with you on this. I actually don't like Santa Claus at the end of it. I'm there I said it. But he's ushering in the next season. Uh-oh, if you he just were, upset If he Jules. were usher, that'd be different. Well, that I mean, <laughs> usher dressed as Santa. Ushering in. Turducken. Right. Ushering in. Oh, my God. That's where just we got. saying. <laughs> if we were hired by Macy's. Oh, my God. I'd have to redo all the fucking balloons. <laughs> Did you? I just picture you at the parade being like, why the fuck is Dora the Explorer here, you guys? She is hideous. Put a dress on her and Wait a, a hat. There Does was anybody a, have a mask? There or? was 35 seconds, I think, of two floats that were going down. Both men. One was that fucking scary as fuck Ronald, Ronald McDonald. Oh, I love him. Right. Yeah. Well, him walking, which is one thing, and then the balloon, and then in front of him, I think it was, Sp- I think it was Spider Man. Oh yeah. And so Spider Man was like crawling in yeah, front. Yeah. So of he's already like in a prone position, basically. Ass, face down, ass up. That's the way Ronald likes to fuck because Ronald is right behind him, and I'm like, what homo was like? You know what? Why don't we put Spider Man in front of Ronald? Mm. <laughs> well, do you know that this happens almost every year? Have you seen the pictures? No. There was a Papa Smurf behind Spider-Man once. It's, I think it's somebody's inside joke who works at Macy's. It's like, who's Spider-Man going to go in front of now? They're like... <laughs> who starts the Christmas season by getting railed by Papa Smurf? Spider-Man! Someone Spider-Man. just watched Human Centipede, and now they have like all of the, like, the seven dwarves. <laughs> Next to each other. Yeah, but it's like Snoopy. And then Spider-Man is like the bee in Human Centipede, always. Bee is the worst. Worst! Oh, it's a good time to be alive. We are ushering in the Christmas season, so what do you say? Let's welcome everybody. Usher. Welcome to Dear Pod, the comedy advice podcast. I'm your host, Ozzy Osbourne. And I'm Irene Cara. And we're coming to you live from the Maha Bar, the beautiful Pineapple Ranch. Can I hear it? If you'll excuse me. There's someone I have to get in touch with and forgive. Myself. <laughs> God. I'm sorry. Sorry. I farted. I will never not laugh at a fart joke. What was that from? That uh, was a- Fat bastard, wow. yeah. Yeah, I knew I was in Austin Powers. But this week, like all weeks, we're bringing you the advice articles of Ann Landers and Dear Abby. We're taking them out, we're giving them a fart joke, and we're making them laugh for a couple hours. And we're making you laugh this week and all week. So what are you waiting for? Follow us on your social medias, at Dear Official, on your Insta, your Twitter, your face. Well, I, again, Twitter, waiting for it to burn. Burn to the ground, damn it. Uh, we also have a website. We don't want that to burn to the ground, though. We enjoy that, dearpodofficial.com. You can check out all the episodes there. But we'd rather you listen to it on Apple Podcasts, where you can rate, what, review, what, and subscribe. Damn it. Give us a little gift of five stars, because tis the season to be giving. And speaking of giving... Please check out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash dearpodofficial, where for a mere 3 or $5 a month, you can become a subscriber and get extra special Christmassy tidbits in your stocking every week. What a good gift for somebody. The gift of ha-ha funnies. And of course, you can email us, dearpodofficial at gmail.com or slide into our DMs at dearpodofficial. Send us an advice question and we shall answer it right here, live, on the air. Well, live to us, not live to you. But I'm living... Right. Right. We're living our best life because it's the holiday season. It's been ushered in by Usher. <laughs> the Ferrero Rocher is everywhere. This is the Ferrero Rocher time of year. You see it everywhere. Well, it's fancy chocolate. Apparently. But it's the after eight dinner mints of this generation. In ball form. Balls. I love balls in my mouth. Why is it wrapped like three different times? Yeah, it's a wrap within a wrap within. It's making you think it's fancier than it is. Correct. It's just a waste. It is. It's a lot of hazelnut crisp mm-hmm. for Which not like. a lot of I much. love a crisp. I love a crisp, too. I love a crisp. Well, a crisp. This is, it's Ruth Chris Steakhouse time of year. So I'm just going to put it out there. So when this podcast gets bigger, okay, I think this every year. year 
our holiday party should definitely be at. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I completely agree with you. We're going to take the whole staff, one, two, three, to Ruth's Chris for a nice porterhouse steak or maybe something sizzling or or maybe a Salisbury steak at Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. I walked past the one which is so, like, uneventful it, where it's located in hell's kitchen or whatever it is i know it's you could, like, kind walk of a... right it's like a downstairs i'm like what is what? ruth's chris it's the sneaky ruth's chris bring but her I was, up to the surface i was walking past it and i'm always mesmerized by decor yeah so they have so it's in a basement oh um, already right and they have like these gauzy drapes in in the window, in the window, so then you can't really see. But now you're looking down on people eating, which is weird. That's weird. And then they have these candles in the window, and I'm like, "This fucking place gonna burn down to the ground." <laughs> Wait, is that actual real candles? Yes, I was <gasps> like, that, "There's no way those are real wicks." And I'm like, "Oh shit!" And then you graze your hand over the top of it, like, "Stop, <laughs> shit!" I'm Why like, would they I give do it that? another week before it burns down. Uh, well, yeah, maybe we could do a roast Chris outing. I think we should. Ruth. If you if you have not heard it, what our favorite episode was our Christmas episode. This time last year, it actually dropped, I think, on Christmas or like the 23rd. And it's, um, this Chris belongs to Ruth. And it was all born <laughs> out of my sheer frustration for the name of that restaurant. I still don't kind of understand Nobody it. understands it. It's this, it's my issue with grammar. You I know. told you that my parents had a friend that owned a bunch of them. No. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. And there used to be, I think they're still... It's still there. It's on Hubbard and Dearborn in Chicago. Oh. And he owned it a long, long time ago because now he's passed away, sadly. And it was like, back in the day, it was like a big deal. Like wow. People dressed up and there was like, my dad had a room in there because uh, he, they, was, they were good friends with my dad. Oh my God, away. he had like a, a whole. He had a room that was designated, like, that was called like the Bud O'Brien room. <gasps> oh my and God, then... I just got chills. Like that's such a weird yeah. <laughs> honor. That... Yeah. And um, and like there was pictures of him and like all of the friends that you know, um, of the friend group or whatever. So, sadly, like he died, and then I think he's before he died, he like I think he sold most of it, and then it just became this kind of like chain, you know, kind of. Yeah, I guess it's so it used to be like a Delmonico's, and now it's more Applebee's. Is it? I still think it's a little bit bougie, or I would put it in the legal seafoods category. I still think it's a. I think it all depends. There's like, I mean, it's like any chain. Like, if you really put your heart and soul into it, you're like, wow, this is this is a chain. This is who knew, right? A and then you go chain. to the Ruth's Chris in Midtown, and then you're like, oh, is, uh, yeah. And then you're like, this is this, this is a deli. Is this deer meat? What is this? <laughs> Disgusting. Oh, I love a Ruth's Chris. I don't eventually. Think I like I like, I like illegal seafood. That is a Boston thing. That was illegal? the only illegal seafood. It actually in Boston. Did I ever tell you about? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's whatever we scrape up from the South Shore today, kid. I went out there and got a couple dolphins. Who wants Flippa? Isn't that in danger? Shut up. You You like scallops? You like scallops? You know, they're the bottom feeders of the ocean. They're crap. (laughs) And we are at this special episode as we roll into the end of the year and the holiday season. Of course, uh, we don't do Christmas episodes until the last minute because we've been trying to find articles on Christmas. So we just thought we'd flip things up a little That's bit right. and talk about obnoxious neighbors. We have talked about neighbors before, but this one is very specific. Bad, crappy neighbors. Obnoxious. Uh, I hate to say that. I think my Jules is turning into Clark Griswold. Not turning. I think he was born this way. He keeps adding more things to the front of the house. I noticed when I came in. More Christmas things. So now we have a Mary and Joseph manger thing with a turkey in the manger. We know about this. But he took one of the Halloween lights and he placed it on them. So now it looks terrifying (laughs) because now the lights are sort of like giving you this haunted vibe. Like, like whoa. And he he illuminates the whole right side of the house. So that's our way of getting back at the obnoxious neighbors for their constant use of that stupid trampoline. Sure. That's how we get back at them. We shine a light in their house. I like that. (laughs) We are. Yes. Why is the carpet all wet, Todd? I don't know, Margo. You have to take those shirts out for an episode for sure. Uh, Yeah. And he has added a leg lamp. 
Saw that. Yes, but it is just made out of lights. So it sits on the... And he added more lights to the front, and then he blew a fuse. Oh. So he's also the father from Christmas Story. Did he blow a fuse, or did one of our neighbors come up and just yank out a cord? They probably did that. I'm going to go for the latter. Yes, on that. So we're becoming those people who. I just do like keep the fact it. that you don't have inflatables. Because we will not. I will those never are the allow an inflatable. Things in the middle of the day. It's the cheapest way to yeah. decorate your house, unless you are going to commit to the bit and go full Macy's parade. Go, go, Spider Man in, Papa Smurf in, Ronald McDonald. And like cover your lawn with them. I'm just waiting for like that day where like the wind kicks out and it's like that weird wind. So it literally looks like the two are fucking. Yes. Like Ronald and Spider-Man. Get out, get, get out, it, get, get out. It, get it, get it, get it, get it, get it. Get it. <laughs> and like there's just like maybe like there's a police police officer's horse that just like drops a huge shit. Yes. Like, oh, sometimes it happens. Actually, it happens, fellas. <laughs> Our bad. He didn't clean up. He didn't prep. He, he didn't, didn't prep. know that this was going to happen today. <laughs> That's why you always prepare. You never know. Have them on hand. (laughs) Speaking of hand, we're getting the hand from Jules right now. So I guess we got to go in and give you some articles about obnoxious bad neighbors. Bad. So bad. Oh, okay. Oh, the glasses are coming out. Yes, because I can't see. You're aged. I'm aged. I'm agited. Agitous. Okay. This is from the sun. (laughs) Biloxi, Mississippi. The actual sun. August 19th, 1982. Dear Abby, my husband is a pediatrician. Please, Abby, let me use your column to tell all the people who think that they can bring their sick children to our house any time of day or night that from now on, they will be getting a bill just as though they had brought their child to my husband's office. Ugh. Yesterday, we were having a peaceful peaceful family breakfast when our next door neighbor came knocking at our door with his sick son. They have their own doctor, but could... My husband, just take a peek at the boy to see if he was sick. First of all, I resented having our breakfast interrupted. I wasn't even dressed yet. I was naked. No, she didn't say naked. Oh, my God. I got so excited. (laughs) Second of all, why don't they call their own doctor at his office? It was not an emergency, but if it were, the child should be taken to the emergency room of a hospital, not our house. My husband should not be responsible for a child's health unless it is a medical setting. My husband is a sweet, dedicated, well-hung, competent professional who works like a horse holidays and weekends. Please give him a break. Abby, in this day and age, when most people are so down on doctors, I hope you'll think this is worth printing. Thanks. Signed, doctor's wife. Stop putting it in there so easily. Sometimes it's just ready. He might be. He's a pediatrician. We don't know. It looks bigger in his hands. (laughs) (laughs) Dear wife, it is, and I will. P.S. readers, if the shoe pinches, see a podiatrist at his office, please. Oh, well, I I tell you, if you answer the door naked, end of of problem. Can my, oh. Oh, I'll come back. (laughs) What, do you want to see my husband? You'll see my double D's first, children. That was me shimmying. (laughs) That was as much movement as those have ever seen. Wow. My eight cups. And I'm so glad I was here for that. That will take care of it in a second. Did you ever have a a doctor on your block growing up? Never. But we We did did. have a pedophile. Different. (laughs) But I get it. Still dealing with children. In a different way. I don't mean to one brag. One gets a bill and one just gets jail. When Nightline comes knocking on your door to ask about Bobby who lives two doors you down. You guys want some iced tea? I'll be right back. <laughs> Trick-or-treating was fun on our block. They never came back. Really? Did you have a pediatrician? Yes. we had. I think we had three doctors. So I just like bouncing between all the doctors. On your street? Mm-hmm. Like you would just casually go and be like, this is bleeding. My mom would be like... You should go see Dr. Blair, or you should see Dr. Trubo, or you should see Dr. But you would literally just go and knock on their doors, like in the middle of the day? I or did so, they yeah. do, were they those doctors that, like, we practice out of my house? You mean like Bill Cosby and the Cosby Show? Exactly. No. They had an office, but. You could have gone to the office. I could have. But their office was at the hospital, and oh he was God. across the street. So why not just use him? Let me just walk across the street. Did I mean, you this pay was him? the 70s. I don't, 
I didn't have a checkbook at that time because <laughs> I was five. The way you talk five. about yourself, I feel like you did. I feel like you had a 401k by the time you were 10. I, I brought out like those, those old credit card machines where you <laughs> yes, put it down yes. with the paper and you have to shook, swipe it. Shook, 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 shook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, great. I'm going to put this this ink-filled uh, piece of film in my pocketbook so that all my shit is ruined. Oh, yeah. And then you say to him, I'll keep the carbon. Right. <laughs> You, you, yeah, here's your payment 25 American dollars. What? Oh my God. So you were that kid. Yeah. You and you had 500 from? kids in your family. She would just ship them all over down the street, take a well, look. Well, that's at why this there was, guy. I mean, back in the day when there was a lot of doctors on the block, I don't know who the fuck's on the block now. Jenny. Right. Uh-huh. Uh, that is nuts. I, I swear, I think your parents probably picked that street because they knew there were uh, doctors on it. They're like, we can't afford all these. Absolutely. Go across go. the street. Scatter. He's a vet. Just go there. (laughs) (laughs) He just deals with horses. Then you should be thankful. Great. Show him your your hooves. (laughs) It's basically the same thing, right? I feel like every doctor that I grew up going to was a doctor that was in their house. Like you had to go to their house. What a weird thing. Every time. That's where his office was? Yeah, it was her. It was Dr. Gregory, who was a goddamn nightmare. But also, I went to Dr. Now and Dr. Feely. Horrible name for a pediatrician. Wait, wait a minute. <laughs> the, 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 one, one more time? Dr. Feely and Dr. Now. Dr. Now. Dr. Now Feely. And now, two, what was two the separate first one? guys. What they, was the first one? Dr. Gregory. Dr. Gregory. She was a nightmare. Because Dr. Gregory sounds like it'd be a man. She looked and then like Dr. Julia now, Child. Oh, God. Uh, Dr. Was, now and Dr. what? Dr. Now and Dr. Feely. That's like Mr. McFeely? Um, kind Who of. Who the fuck came up with that name on Mr. Rogers? Mr. McFeely? Well, I mean. That was his name. That is his actual last name. Well, but that's awkward. On. Couldn't there, they have a legal, business legal, meeting? Yeah, legal wasn't like, <laughs> flag in the play. Sorry, we're going to. Yeah. But and that's my real name. PBS and Human Listen, Resources. Jenny Hot Tits has to change her name. So, Mr. McFeely, you're out. <laughs> Sorry, McFeely. Rogers wasn't his last name. Fred Rogers, I think his, he comes from McFeely. And they changed at least Mr. Rogers' name to a different thing because at least they could look at that and be like, you know what? You're the one dealing with children on the air. Maybe we shouldn't put the word Feely in the title is of your Mr. show. Mr. McFeely, was he the mailman? He always is. Okay. Delivering something to your box come every ra- day. Come rain or shine. <laughs> and I do mean come. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> How about an article from me that I probably did before? This one comes from the Daily Standard. Okay. okay. This one comes from the Daily Standard, Sykeston, Missouri, September 5th, 1976. Neighbor is bad borrower. Okay. Dear Ann Landers, I let my bicycle to a friend. I'll call her Amy. She agreed to pay me 50 cents for every day she kept it. Two days later, Amy called and said she didn't think it was worth 50 cents a day, but she'd give me a dollar the next time she saw me. I asked her when she was bringing the bike back. She said, tomorrow. Well, the next morning, Amy left my bike in the driveway. My mom, who isn't the greatest driver in the world to begin with, ran over it. Now I have a piece of junk instead of a bike. Also, it scared the daylights out of Mom. She thought she had hit a person. <laughs> she was disappointed when she didn't hit Fuck, Amy. It's another bike. When I told Amy what had happened, she said she was sorry. I am burned over this because in the past when our dog attacked Amy's dog, my folks paid the vet's bill. Also, when our dog chewed up Amy's sleeping bag, it had candy in it. My mom bought her a new sleeping bag. What's going on with the dogs and the neighbors, you guys? <laughs> Jesus. Train the dogs. Please tell me what you think should be done now because I am bikeless. Dear bikeless, when a person borrows something, he is obligated to return it in the same condition as when borrowed. Amy should not have left the bike in the driveway. In my opinion, a fair compromise would be for Amy to pitch in for half the price of a new bike. Which in the 70s, how much was that? Seven bucks. (laughs) Easily. I have a dog at work that is like maybe not the the best. I don't really like to have dogs at work, but I have three. That's a weird play. Oh, well, I guess it's somebody's house. So, right. what kind of what breed? I don't care. I don't oh. care what it is. All I know is I was um, I was in charge of uh, getting everybody out of the house 
to go on a trip and I start, you know, I, I load things like by the elevator or whatever. Uh-oh. So then all of a sudden I hear this fucking noise out of like, <clears throat> out of nowhere. And this dog has ripped through this bag and was devouring everything in it. And I was like, are you fucking kidding? Oh my God, that dog is you. Do you realize making a break for it? Right. Wanting <clears throat> out. Eating everything in this fucking bag. I was like, if this dog shits in this house one more time, I'm going to shit in this house. What? Are these small dogs, I assume? No. Really? No. How do you get a bag for a dog that's bigger than like a teacup? Oh, no. This is a bag filled with things to go on to like on the trip. So like it's dog food, treats, human food, blah, blah, blah. So he's eating everything. Oh, my God. And also these dogs sit behind me and they, anytime someone (laughs) reads or rings the doorbell or whatever, they all bark at the same time. Well, in defense of the barking dogs, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, but it's three large dogs barking all at the same time. What are we talking about? And they don't stop barking. Not like Westminster Dog Show it for me, but give me an idea of how big these animals, like the golden retriever size? No, they're like those Labradoodle blah, blah, blah. Oh, okay. Mid-s- a mid-sized a dog, mid-point. a mid-sized sedan. Correct. So the Toyota Corolla of dogs. Correct. Oof, that's, that's a correct. lot in three of them. Correct. Absolutely not. Right. Absolutely not. I can't not. speak more of it because I can't speak more of it. <laughs> because a net will fall out of the sky <laughs> and drop onto you and you'll be dragged up into a helicopter and we'll never see you again. Correct. All this I'd is to say is dead. chew your way out of that job. All I want for Christmas is a brand new job. What? A, a brand, brand new, new job. job. What? A brand new job. All right. This I probably read before. <laughs> this is the Johnson City Press, Johnson City, Tennessee, September 18th, 1977. <clears throat> Dear Abby, our neighbors across the street are lovely people, but they have one fault. They tie their dog outside in summer and he barks continually. Continually. Continually? Continuously. No, they say it's continually. continually. Oh, no, that's a word. Okay, I agree. Go on. Sorry. Uh, Continually, night and day for no reason at all. I love dogs, so I can't bring myself to do anything that might hurt him, such as poison him, shoot him, or turn him loose Whoa, what is, why is this an option? (laughs) Although I confess I have thought of it during a sleepless night while the barking was at its peak. I hate to make enemies of these lovely people by reporting them to the police or the Humane Society, and earplugs are out of... (laughs) are out because if an emergency phone call or knock on the door came, I could not hear it. I have spoken to these neighbors several times about it, but they do nothing. Any suggestions? Signed, Dog Tired. Dear Dog Tired, tell these quote-unquote lovely people that since your previous requests have been ignored, you must now protest to the authorities. Your rest is more important than their friendship. Go straight to hell, Ike. I mean, I can't bring myself to poison them, shoot them, skin them, put them in a fridge, <laughs> dig them in a hole, set them on fire. Eat them for Thanksgiving. <laughs> Sh- shoot them out of a cannon. Give them out as favors. S- devour them at Dahmer's house for Thanksgiving. I don't know. Dress them up I in mean, a nice Bob Mackie outfit. <laughs> put them on a red carpet. I have, I would n- I'm not the type of person to think of anything like that. Or like like pig roast them on the front yard. Yeah, teach like a them spit. a lesson. Yes, right. exactly. Or, or just grab like them by the- Like it's my big fat Greek wedding. Right, grab them by the rib cage and then- Rip it open. And then cl- crawl inside it like it's revenant. Uh, right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, I never course, think like that. I would like never that. do that. Never. No, I love dogs. Antifreeze on bologna? I don't think right. like that. I mean, of course I wouldn't. I mean, what if someone needs like my attention in the middle of the night and I'm sleeping? So that's why I have these in my ear at night. And also I have a gag ball. And yeah. anyway. And then my husband tries me up and puts me in a cage in the basement until dawn. Right. But I yeah. like it because my safe word mask. is Mistopheles. Right. I You get it. You get it. You understand. <laughs> I have such look, I am a huge animal lover. We know this. I am a dog lover. And I say this also because I I follow a lot of dogs on Instagram and one of them died today. And yes, I may have cried. I wept for oh. Jesus. So his name but, was Jesus? No, no, his name was Noodle. Oh. And I he had liked it. Uh, Jesus! <laughs> I would love to name a dog Jesus. I'm you renaming Izzy because I can do that. Jesus Christ, get over here. No, what if Scotch and Izzy were Jesus and Christ? Yes. Jesus Christ. It's all to make what did the I say? vet no, text. It's my, it's my, it's my dog. Exactly. Well, it's all to make the vet text say it when they come out into the lobby. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Is Jesus Christ here? I'm looking for Christ. Christ yes, Jesus. Some say he's always here. <laughs> 
<laughs> Jesus Christ. No, just the place? dog, the two pomeranians. Your... Oh. oh, oh, these. Okay, all right. Oh, I really want to do that now. Yeah. Make a mental note. Next animal we bring into this house. If I could be Betty White and have a million dogs in this house, I would. I still want to have a dog named Precious, based on that little push by Sapphire. I think next time you can, because you seem to favor Chihuahuas, and I feel like a dog named Precious is a Chihuahua. Based on the novel Pushed by Sapphire. Based, but the whole thing has to be in. That's correct. So that when the vet tech comes out. Precious, based on the novel Pushed by Sapphire. That's a really long last name. Yeah. Well, it's just one. Okay. It's just one. If you can get it all at one breath, he would prefer that. Precious, based on the novel Pushed by Sapphire. Perfect. Thank you. Here <sighs> Anytime. she is. Anytime. All right. Is she ready for her booster shots? <laughs> Come uh, finish mama off. I would, if I heard somebody's dog, bark, because... That's what happened to our to our friends, Tom and Adam. Remember, they had the dog barking next door. I would honestly, well, I would call a, I would call somebody, and and then I would steal the dog. I wouldn't because the dog is upset. Being th- There's no such thing as an outside dog. That's a coyote. Okay. Well, in other countries, there are outside dogs. Like if you tried to bring that dog inside, that you don't think that it would want to be inside more than outside. Not if they've never been. Inside. You think they'd go bonkers inside the house? I don't know. Maybe they'd eat the fridge. I don't know. I eat don't know the fridge? <laughs> that was a GE. <laughs> How did you even? I don't he want to see the, the food? dump no, after No, he ate them. the whole fridge. He, ate he the ripped the door fridge. off. Yes, like the appliance. Right. And he's moving on to the microwave. Thank God I stopped him before the stove because the gas was just going to kill him. I know. And it's very, it's a Bosch. It's expensive. <laughs> All right. Hit me. Wait, did you do two articles? Yes, it is now your turn. Oh, this is my turn. Are we ready? This one comes from the Modesto B. Modesto, you guessed it, California, February 18th, 1999. Well, we're pushing it. I know. Avoid bad neighbor or get tough lawyer. Dear Ann Landers, (laughs) six years ago, a 72-year-old woman, I'll call her Lily, (laughs) and her 52-year-old boyfriend moved in next door. I brought over a carrot cake to welcome them to the neighborhood. Lily's comment was, we don't eat that junk. (laughs) Since then, I have gone out of my way to be a good neighbor. I went to considerable expense to have old trees removed because I thought it would be better to help us get along. The woman has never said thank you. Lily bought the lowest piece of property in the area because it was cheap, even though she was warned it might flood. After the first flood, she raised holy hell and accused the real estate agent of cheating her. The woman blames me for everything that goes wrong, including storms, gophers, and excess dust. Oh. Oh. Modesto. Hmm. She has sworn at me, threatened me with lawsuits and physical harm, and sprayed my property with pesticides. Since she and her boyfriend moved in, the neighborhood has lost four cats, one of which I found dead in my driveway the day they left for vacation. Antifreeze on baloney. I don't know why I'm Because it's it's so you as a neighbor. It must be me. I have enough documentation to file a restraining order, but as a single woman, I hesitate to do so for fear of even more trouble from this nutty neighbor. Please don't tell me to move. I've been here for 13 years. Signed, somewhere in California. Yeah, Modesto. That's the Modesto. You're in, it's being printed in the Modesto B. We know where you are, Gladys, okay? Dear California, your neighbor is toxic. Avoid her. If she continues to behave in a bizarre manner, get a lawyer. This woman needs to be reined in, and you will need a no-nonsense attorney to do it. The sooner, the better. Wait, how old is she? Well, she's she's not given her age, but that's fifty two years old is is uh, Lily, quote unquote, mm-hmm. and her boyfriend who's twenty years her seat. Oh no, she's seventy two and she's got a fifty two year old boy. Peace on the wow. side, twenty years younger. <laughs> and they're really, like, aggressive. I, I know they're they're out there killing cats, taking names, spraying pesticide. <laughs> This is like some Stephen King shit. Absolutely. And while on the one hand, I think, well, that's insane. I would never be that person. On the other hand, live in the suburbs for at least a year and you will find that anybody has the potential to become a character in the movie The Burbs. 100%. Your neighbors will drive you nuts. We have neighbors who paint things electric red-orange on their property. Where? Haven't you seen it in the front there when you drive up? One day she just decided to paint her railing this like almost fluorescent red. Oh, see, I would have a hard time seeing 
Exactly. Well, because I am color, I'm red green colorblind. Oh, oh, well. So I probably wouldn't. So see it's you. a technicality, is yeah, what you're saying. Sorry about it. And I'm like, oh, I think it looks nice. They decided to Maybe have all these colorblind. trees chopped down in their yard, but only halfway. Only the tops of the trees. So now they have these <laughs> weird. Morticia Adams. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing back there? I love there? these trees. And they have a thick. Look at this is my moment. I'm yeah, on guess, fire right now. Stop grabbing your. They, my breasticles. <laughs> I'm just looking for them. Where are they? <laughs> they like, um, what a incense. Who does? The next door neighbors. Okay. But they have these huge incense sticks that they burn in their yard. So now it smells like Harvard Square, 1982, me wearing my drug rugs, burning my Nag Shampa like I'm somehow deep. I don't know what the fuck you just said. Listening to Adi DeFranco. Oh, God. The smell when they burn that shit. Oh, and they do, they celebrate Ramadan, so I guess they, they slaughter a goat. I'm <laughs> I'm not even joking. Like Jurassic Park style? Yeah, pretty much. They just keep it out there and a T-Rex shows up and I'm like, we have to move. Put the real I did not see that coming. <laughs> but they slaughter a goat. I don't think. They slaughter it in their yard? I, I hope to God not. They get the goat from the butcher. Oh, so the goat is not like, oh, that's a cute goat. Well, Come, like it now. Yeah. Don't go in, in their p- front door. <laughs> yeah. He's going to be in pieces. You guys got a pet goat. Good for you. Is that for the yard and the grass? No. 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 Then they go in the back here. Like, oh, my God. What happened to the goat? But then they do bring over a bag. Is that pasta salad? I'll have a little bit. <laughs> Something smells fantastic. That's it's the pinchy. goat. <laughs> I mean, that's terrible. But I mean, it does. Okay. Rock and spices. You know, just, just a little bit. Just a little. And I'll have some of that Chianti. Just is there bit. some tea, t- tzatziki for this? <laughs> Anything? Yeah. This is really good. This is. I love you as neighbors. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> All right, kids. We are chugging right along on this our first December episode. Oh, wait, second December. No, first December. First December episode. Second. Yeah. Second. Second December episode. All right. Technicalities. I, I never was good at math. Should we do some Instagram mail? What do you say? Ooh, wow, what do you say? We can actually do it. Yeah, we're, in, we're not going to do a moth report today. Okay. I say. I say. All right. Are you ready? <laughs> Get your goats ready, baby. It's <laughs> time. time. Instagram Instagram goats. If you have a goat next door, don't get too attached to it. It will get delivered to you. Maybe a bite, but maybe some tzatziki. Here's my issue with the thing. Maybe not yogurt based, of course, because I have a problem. They do actually, because it's a dairy thing. They do actually share the goat with the whole neighborhood, except they give it to you in a gift bag. And it's still bleeding. It's dripping from the bottom. I'm not kidding. <laughs> Terrifying. And it's room temperature. Hello, <laughs> oh, ghost. Is that good? Nothing good again. Oh, my God. Is it December 14th? <laughs> Happy holidays. <laughs> YouTube. I'm going to. Smells gamey. Thank you. It's really good. Ah. Uh, I'm just gonna. Somebody put a bow on the goat. <laughs> Kevin, take this from me. <laughs> Give it to your mother. <laughs> put it in the fridge. Quick, 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 quick. <laughs> Give it to your mother. <laughs> She'll know what to do with it. Just put it ready. <laughs> all right, it's time for Instagram mail. You see all the husbands <laughs> on the block just like dry heaving one by one. <laughs> Bill, did you get? Did you get that? Yes, I. Uh, I just, uh, uh, I sure. <laughs> Wait, P- Peter, did you get the gift? Get the goat gift from the, from the neighbor. Do you want to get a yearly? Get the goat. Yeah, yeah. What did everybody think of the goat? I think they loved it. I think they loved it. They 
said it was perfectly spiced. The, the, the good way to put it in their fridge, they said. Please read the letter. All right. All right. Here we go. All right. We have one Instagram mail question. You can email us, dearpodofficial at gmail.com or slide into our DMs. Uh, at Dear Pod Official on Instagram and send us a question and we will answer it. Like now! <laughs> Dear Pod, <laughs> I went on about six dates with a woman and then ghosted her. I'm about to start a new job and I wanted a clean start. Well, I got to the office today for the first time and found out she's my boss. I don't know how to act or what to do. She hasn't said anything to me yet, but I know it's coming because of the look on her face when she saw me walk out of the elevator. Should I approach her first or just keep my head down and do my work? Or should I apply for another job? Signed, LinkedIn and wants out. He ghosted her. Dear Link, <laughs> this this must be the pitch meeting for 100 Hallmark movies with the D-list du jour actor. However, if this does happen to be true, I would get the hell out of there before she ends up twisting your neck like a chicken and turning each workday into your own Devil Wears Prada. And unless you like pain, mm. uh, I'd excuse myself and say that you've changed your mind. A power play on your part. I did this once with a talent agent in New York City after... After the 12th insult and turned her skin inside out by shutting the meeting down before she had the chance to do that to me. Normally, New York agents love to shit all over you. So when you can, when you get the chance to sh- projectile shit diarrhea on them, I highly suggest you do so. This applies to the woman you ghosted because once you burn someone, they will find each and every way to return the favor and burn you down to the last remaining member in your lineage. And as I say to my husband, just do it. And do it quickly. <laughs> Get off of me. <laughs> yeah, women play the long game and we play it dark and dirty. Just like that woman who uh, will kill all of your cats. Will kill all of your <laughs> and cats and leave them in the driveway <laughs> while spraying pesticide in your food, in your goat, while you Look eat. like a cute cat. You going to clean that up? <laughs> who doesn't love a tabby? I don't. Call me Lily. All right, here's what Anne has to say to LinkedIn and wants out. Dear Linked, I see the ghost of Tinder past is paying you a visit this holiday season. And much like Ebenezer Scrooge, you're now forced to face your misdeeds and pay the medical bills for a child who has rickets. You have two options. You can hide in your Victorian-era four-post bed hoping this will just pass, or you can follow the crooked finger of your future and look death right in the eye, a.k.a. Talk to her, damn it! This elephant in the room ain't gonna walk out on its own. You'll have to lead it out by the tusks, just like my jewels when we role-play safari. March right into her office with your hat in your hand and tail between your legs and apologize, damn it. No one likes to be ghosted. Though for the life of me, I'll never understand that term. Don't ghosts hang out and haunt people? They don't just disappear. They linger in your home and move stuff around. Remember the movie Ghost? Patrick Swayze haunted Demi for months. He hung around so long he started to learn special skills. He learned pottery and how to move things, and he talked to Whoopi Goldberg. He basically became Joy Behar. That's how long he was on Earth. So how is ghosting the right term for ending communication? Ghosting this responsibility will only make your workplace a daily haunted house. So face the spirits head on or risk an eternity of damnation, otherwise known as updating your LinkedIn profile. Good luck, you spectral son of a bitch, and happy groveling. And ghosting. I mean, if we've learned one thing from our ghost, they're <clears> not going anywhere. They're hanging in the corner and occasionally smoking a cigarette. I like that. Yeah. But Patrick Swayze did hang around a long time when you think about it. Did you ever see that SNL skit when the Patrick Swayze was the host? No. <clears throat> I'm and, sure I did, but and I they were, he was like around when like Victoria Jackson was playing Demi Moore. Oh wait, and she was like doing gross things, and like, he was getting grossed out like, by it. like she was like picking the lint out of her belly button. He's like, no, don't, don't. Oh, you know what? Forget it. <laughs> so good. That's back when it was Patrick good. Swayze. She's like the wind. She's out through of my, my league. trees. Oh, what does so that mean? Good. She's like the wind through my trees. Through my trees, like she blows legs? me. Oh, huh. Or maybe he's got gas. Or is she the gas? Through my trees. But what are you talking about? That can't be the lyrics. She's like the... So here's... You guys, I'm pitching a song. Okay, ready? It's called She's Like the Wind. 
Okay. So what? She's strong. She occasionally blows over the the little your decorations in the front yard. Mm-hmm. She's dangerous at the Macy's Day Parade. <laughs> <laughs> she, she, <laughs> what she? What that wind? She rims did to Spider-Man? Barney. I will never. Forget. I will never forgive her for it. <gasps> Have we made it? Is it time? Yes. Ooh, what's this about? Li- Lily's. Lily. Oh, my God. Sorry about your cat. Sorry. <laughs> I like that she's the drunk pilot. Sorry about your cat. It stepped under my foot. It was a shitty cat anyway. Uh, who knew it liked antifreeze so much? Wait a minute. Don't you have three other cats? I'm missing two gas tanks. They're empty now. I wouldn't smell your garage if I were you. <laughs> you flooded my house again with your urine. You haven't gotten what? mail in a while, have you? But the Amazon guy's been here. I come into my basement. I have all your packages. I'm Lily. I'm Lily. Aren't we all Lily? You know what it's time for? It's time for specialty cocktail. Specialty drink. Specialty. Oh! Oh my God! This is oh, a first. Oh, you're so fucking excited, Jim. Oh, he oh got all over your face. All over himself. Oh, my poor yeah. Jules is trying to shake the cocktail, and it went horribly oh, wrong, and I then it went all over his outfit. I bet you that cock so good. It just exploded all Oh, He's going to oh, have to like change that? his shirt before he you goes like to that? work. Otherwise, they're going to be like, Jules has a problem. He mm-hmm. smells like vodka or whatever. Oh, my God, I was right. Special. There's vodka in this. Uh, wow, I nailed it. Well, this week's specialty cocktail will be nailing you. Hold on to your favorite Spider-Man and ease your face into his bump. This one is the Cranberry Ginger Snap. Ooh, that's, that sounds delicious. If you're looking for James Jules Ferris, he's going to all the neighbors' homes telling them why they suck at putting up their outdoor decorations. He sure is. Judge him. For this, you will need... Ooh, this sounds like it's right up my alley. Right up my Spider-Man. Two ounces of vodka... Two ounces ginger beer, a splash of cranberry juice and lemon juice, and a pinch, just a pinch, of ground ginger. Combine all ingredients into a cocktail shaker, add ice, shake, strain into a coupe glass, and top with white chocolate shavings. <gasps> I thought this was from the pet egg. I'm glad for <laughs> it's, it's chocolate. I we just are said seeing chicken. it in front of us. We are seeing white chocolate be shaved. And uh, you will have to also garnish it with a ginger snap cookie. Do you have all these things? I'm very impressed. Oh. And I don't want this drink. Oh, the Biscoff cookies from upstairs. Biscoff, you said. I could, let me tell you what. Biscoff. Biscoff. The best cookie you will ever have in your life. They give it to you on certain very special jet blue flights. <laughs> but not all of them. All right, here is tasting notes. So, you're planning a holiday party for the adults in the neighborhood. What a daunting task. What food do we serve? What should I wear? Do I make them take their shoes off so they won't destroy the living room carpet? Most important, what are they going to drink? Let today's today's specialty cocktail be the first you add to your holiday menu. Why? Because it's safe and simple. First, you got vodka. No calories there. And you know how much Marjorie from across the street constantly complains everything is too fattening. Then there's the ginger beer. Ooh. That's very healthy during the holidays. A little ginger to settle their stomachs from all the rich Christmas pies they have been eating. Add a little citrus at the end, and they will feel like they have lost weight and body fat at your holiday extravaganza. Wow! You are the new rock stars on your block. But no matter how much the neighborhood loves you now... Your next-door neighbor is still going to let his screaming kid jump up and down all hours on the goddamn trampoline. Well. By the way, that kid, he broke his collarbone. On the trampoline? Well, we don't know. We didn't get the story. I guess Jules follows them on Facebook, and she posted that he he hurt himself. A concussion. That's what it was. He's concussed. He was concussed. And, uh. And Jules said, oh, so-and-so's kid got a concussion. And I was like, are you surprised? They jump up and down on that trampoline all hours, all days of all years. <gasps> Here it is. The cranberry ginger snap. Oh, gently pass it along. Use your COVID hand to give it to me. There we go. Something off on my I absolutely love. Are we supposed to like dip this in it? I don't know what you're supposed to do. You're just supposed to decorate it. That's a very delicate, dainty decoration. Oh, I love your... Here, I'm going to eat it, and then I'm going to drink it. Okay. Uh, lick, shake, lick, drink, suck. Okay. I, love, I love your foot shavings. 
Nein, Girl. Oh. We're so quiet. Is there a, a musical going on? Upstairs. He's got music playing in every goddamn room in the house. Do you know that? Do you know he has jingle bells on every door? No, I do not. Every time I go out the front, I sound like Jacob Marley. <laughs> um, this is lovely. This may well be my new fave. And maybe it's because I'm eating Biscoff cookies while I'm doing this, which, by the way, you can buy at Cost Plus World Market. Oh, good. Did I tell you that I won that competition? Why don't you tell us about the drink first? Oh, I guess so. I enjoy this. Because it's like a mule. It's the ginger beer. And I love this damp cookie. Oh, my God. What people cannot see at home, which is the most upsetting thing I've ever seen, is Patty dipping a Biscoff cookie into a vodka-based drink to scrape out the white chocolate shavings to eat them. This, this I'm hoping that it's white chocolate. It's, it's not my pet egg. Which, by the, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna goat if, if I really think about that. Next time I throw up, I'm gonna call it goat. I just goated. I goated all over goat. Speaking of which, uh, my my father is very like shy, like he's very close to the vest, you know. <gasps> oh shit! But I will drink because it's my birthday, and I'll tell you all about this. So, Thanksgiving happens, right? My parents came to stay for a couple days. Lovely time. I took them to the American Dream Mall. It was a complete sensory overload. I kind of want to bring you there to see you get completely overwhelmed. No, I won't. I won't go. You say this now, but you'll you'll give in. So, you know, I had... Why can't I put this down? (laughs) So I had shows, you know, the weekend of Thanksgiving, so I had to go into the city left them alone to their own devices. And I think, you know, by the time we come back, they'll both be in bed. Well, no. My mother is very wide awake. The dogs are going crazy. Everything seemed loud and every light was on and it just felt like mayhem. And I'm like, what's going on? And she was like, um, your father went to bed, but then he just got up because he said he wasn't feeling well. He had a piece of cherry pie and a glass of wine and he said that he wasn't feeling hot. And then like, 10, not even 10 minutes later, the three of us were sitting in the living room. My father comes out, goes to my bathroom, and proceeds to vomit the vomit of a thousand ages. I have never heard so much aggressive sound coming out of a room before, but like, there was the, 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 but the heaving sound was like a yell. Mm-hmm. It was like guttural. I felt like it was, we were watching How old is he? the movie Gladiator. 75? In the 70s. And uh, like late 70s. Mm-hmm. And so whatever it was came home to roost and he vomited it all out. But I was like, how much liquid did he drink during the day? Because it sounded like somebody's in a separate room. You just hear yelling and like a bucket full of liquid. It sounded like somebody was dumping a bucket out. Like Witches of Eastwick with the cherry pits? Yes. I never saw that. Get out of here. I'm sorry. Yeah. Put it's your, as put... upsetting as that. It was like a hose went on. But also, it, it had such velocity and strength. I was like, is he standing? <laughs> <laughs> is, is, is the tub full? Is he throwing that up was, into it a full like, tub? It was like he was vomiting into a tub because it was like, it sounded like there was distance between where it started and where it landed. So now I'm doing like the CSI from outside the house being like, it took about 2.5 seconds for that liquid to actually hit the toilet water. Did you look at your mom and you're like, you're fixing this. You're <laughs> yeah, this that was exactly what happened. She was on the outside. She's standing outside. She's just looking at me like, oh, God. And it was a crime scene. I mean, he cleaned it up. But then the next morning I went in there and I was like, it's not, there's not. You had to have been standing. You had to, like, there's spatter. There's like blood spatter analysis. <laughs> dripping from the ceiling. <laughs> I was like, like how did it get in the other room? Like, why is it in the- How bed? is it in the light fixture? It's in the garage. Do <laughs> I don't understand. Whatever. It was everywhere. Here's the thing. My jewels can't hear other people vomit or he'll vomit. So now we've got a problem on our hands. 
It because there's vomit. no way that the whole neighborhood didn't hear this vomit. <laughs> I mean, people in New York were reporting it on the Citizen app. It was so loud. They were there's like, was rumbling. there an explosion? Is, is this real life Cloverfield? Did Anybody? one of those sewer caps go flying up again? What happened? It was that like loud. And so, you know, my father's in this and Jules is in the living room. So I went up just to put like a glass of water outside the door, like an offering to a God, you right. know, like and then just, it ran. Yes. And then ran days. like hell. Yeah. So I put the glass outside the door that I walk back into the living room and Jules is sitting on the couch, like st- light as a feather, stiff as a board. Oh. So he was like chanting or doing whatever he had to do to try to keep the vomit away. A lovely time was had by all. Yeah, <laughs> This episode of Deer Pod is mixed and edited by Jim Ferris and is a property of Pineapple Ranch Productions.